today's Leading Women episode 497 with the wonderful Archana Jaiswal. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I got to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Archana Jaiswal. Archana Jaiswal, or AJ for short, is a former TV producer turned entrepreneur. She's the founder of Fansick, an online discovery engine for fun things to do. The lack of one go-to place for events and activities became her inspiration for Fansick. With millions of events and places worldwide, Archana is thrilled that Fansick is becoming an impactful platform for business and community engagement. With over 20 years of experience in media, marketing, and entrepreneurship, her work has, has had hyper-local true worldwide reach and impact. Learn more about Archana or AJ at www.fanseek.com. Women of the world, Miss Archana Jaiswal. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. I am delighted to have you in the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, AJ, I really like what you're doing with your business, especially with Fansick. What a great platform. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business equally on. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Great. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind a niche? Sure. So uh, FunSeek, as you mentioned, is the online go-to source for finding fun things to do. We have millions of events and places uh, nationwide. And we're building basically a unique discovery engine that, you know, enlivens people to go out and have fun and engage with local businesses and support their community. Uh, think of us as sort of as the Yelp for fun. Mm. And that's, yeah. Yeah, I love what I'm hearing about your business and you like what you said in your story, uh, in your in your story. I mean, I love your story about not being able to find those uh, fun things to do uh, yourself. And now you, you went out there and created this uh, platform so that other people can find fun things to do as well. And love that you have the one with us. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Sure. No, thank you for asking. So as the official planner of a fund for my family, which includes... Uh, three children, uh, my husband, and actually also includes my retired parents. They don't live with us, but they're up uh, in New York City. Um, I couldn't find one go-to place to discover uh, local events and activities for different ages, uh, you know, interests for different uh, varying ages, age groups. 
So I basically turned this frustration into an inspiration for building FunSeek. Um, I, so I would literally have 10 different sites I would be going to online to find story time listings, yoga class for myself, a live concert for, for us, and then finding something civic um, oriented for my parents who want to get involved and volunteer. And, and so I really wanted to change the way people find fun and experience fun. So I set out to build this, you know, to, this platform to sort of take the stress out of looking for fun and spend more time actually having fun. So that was more like the practical need. Um, but let me give you a little bit more context on an emotional level, because I think every entrepreneurial journal, you know, journey begins, uh, there has to be an emotional inspiration behind it. So, um, uh, I met this incredible mother, um, through my son's preschool who had not one, but four kids on the autistic spectrum. And, and also at this time I was watching Jill's house, which is a place that provides care and support to children with special needs and their families through overnight respite and care. So it's like a fun place for, you know, children with special needs to go in for their parents to get a break too. So they, you know, uh, get some time off. And I was watching this place being built down the street and I thought of all these families and that, you know, and that we're all entitled to fun and it became mission critical for me. And so that was really the emotional, I mean, obviously my family was an emotional inspiration, but that was really the emotional inspiration in terms of my mission with FunSeek. You know, we're all entitled to fun and that's where we uh, FunSeek can come in and serve that purpose. Wow. Inspired by the fact that uh, we are all entitled to have fun. Wow. What an inspiration. I mean, that was greater than yourself. That was greater than your passion. That was greater than your, it's a vision so big that impacts other people's lives. And I, I can see that. I mean, having, providing fun things for the family, those, especially where the special needs who are with their children the whole time, 24 hours, of course, they still need fine uh, time or they still need time to do other fun things. And what a better way to do that than um, providing this um, fancy for them. So great inspiration. Now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Yeah, no, absolutely. Happy to do that. Happy to share that. So I've always brought an entrepreneurial spirit to all my professional pursuits. And I think it served me well throughout my career. Um, and there is no off button for entrepreneurs. I think it's just you're on, you know, no matter what you're doing in life, you just take on this entrepreneurial spirit. So there are many traits, but I think there are three that kind of feed into other traits. So for instance, one I think is resilience. Um, the only thing consistent about being an entrepreneur is that there will constantly be change right? <laughs> so you have to be prepared for that. And you have to get back up when things don't work out, their ebbs and flows. And so I think resilience is, is really critical. Part of that is also the resourcefulness, right? Um, we usually begin an entrepreneurial journey with one person, right? So you have to learn to trust yourself. You have to learn to cut through the noise. You have to learn to also distill, distill it down to what matters to you and, you know, and then get on your journey. And then the third thing that I found really useful, again, that feeds into other things is optimism. You have to have optimism. And that optimism feeds, is fed by really faith and passion, faith in yourself, faith in your product, faith in a mission, passion, faith in people, and above all, faith in your creativity. Don't be afraid to be creative. It's a great asset. And I think it can lead to great things. Um, and I think people just have to embrace that and own it um, and not hide behind it. I think there's so much that people can do once they embrace their creativity. 
So that's resilience, resourcefulness, optimism. And I you know, love the way yes. you describe optimism, which is being fed by your passion, faith, and creativity. I mean, these personal traits or qualities that um, AJ just shared with us, let's cultivate and adapt them in our lives. I mean, because that's the beauty of these traits, because we can learn them and we can adapt them into our lives. So that's having that resilience, resourcefulness, and optimism. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? You know, these are excellent questions. So um, I'm not a technologist. That's my biggest challenge. So, you know, here I was, I'm not a 20 something year old built and I don't know how to code. And here I'm trying to build an internet company uh, and no less than, you know, and I want to take on this big challenge of what are we going to do today, you know, for fun. So uh, in order to do that, I initially re outsourced. So I would go to meetups.com, you know, and just, just find things to, uh, in terms of like, you know, specifically where uh, there were technologists. Um, and I learned so much go, you know, from going to these events. So that was really critical for, for me when I was starting from scratch, you know? Um, and so I ended up outsourcing and then I said, okay, you know what? I need to build a team. It's great to outsource, but at some point it, you know, it cannot work when you're it's with the iterative process. So that's really important when you have to build a team. And that in my, in itself was a huge challenge for me. And I, that's when I went out there and started to meet people and had not, and the other challenge was not having run a business before. You know, so getting people not only not only just you believing in yourself, but getting people to believe in you and in your vision, and that along with that is funding. And so funding and so, so Fundseeker, you know, was was funded. We were bootstrapping it. So these are all sort of critical steps um, that you know um, it's very much at the beginning of the journey, but you have to go through them. And all of that, you know, is really testing yourself, but at the same time embracing them. And these challenges become your greatest achievements. You know, here I am. I'm not a technologist, but yet I founded an internet company. Uh, and, you know, and so I have not run a business, but here I am, you know, building a, a business. And that's actually now, you know, started out as a local uh, website is now nationwide content and we're going to be expanding worldwide. And then my other biggest challenge really was learning to ask for help. That's a big one for me and and not being a good networking. I think those are two that are kind of built into each other. Um, you know, it's OK to ask people for help. I mean, I always think, you know, I can research something. I'll learn it on my own. But no, at some point you have to know your limitations. And it's better if you do ask for help because people will guide you. And then also part of that is learning to network. Um, that's a big challenge for me. But I have forced myself to be out there and talking to people and introducing myself and talking about FunSeek. And and it's been an incredible journey just in that, you know, embracing that challenge. And again, making it one of my, and personally, one of my biggest achievements, learning to ask for help and, and, and going out there and meeting people and networking. Mm, wow. This challenges that um, AJ just shared with us, I'm sure a lot of us in some way, shape or form have um, experienced them. But the beauty of uh, being able to share them with each other, we learn from how we're able to overcome them. So I mean, dealing with the technology, especially for our listeners out there who are just starting out in tech, for example, or you are building an internet company, just like what AJ has, I'm sure this is one of the areas that uh, are is a challenge. Building a team, getting that funding, learning to ask for help. This is huge, especially for us women. Sometimes we don't want to ask for help or receive help because we feel like we don't want to bother other people. But it's really important to learn to when to ask for help and receive help and 
Of course, learning how to network. I mean, in our days nowadays, we can tap on on resources that we have both online and offline. So there's no reason for us not to be able to network and then build relationship with other people that can support us in our business as well. So let's learn from these challenges and how AJ was able to overcome them so that when it happens to us, we now know what to do. All right, let's yeah. just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Yeah, no, these are excellent questions as well. So if, for me, work-life balance is an ongoing challenge, and that's the truth of it. You know, when people talk about the balancing act, think about it. They're saying it's a balancing act. It's an act. Uh, what we're really doing is really flow. You know, I think uh, there would be no fun seek without my husband and my children. Uh, they're the ones who help me. It's a, it's a team. You know, it has to be. It's a team. I mean, we, we, we address this as a team. And we are open to, you know, it's, it's again, ebbs and flows. And sometimes you have to adjust. And I think that's where it's, it helps to be flexible. Um, you know, and, and of course it helps to have schedules and we certainly do that and time management uh, and that, but we do it as a team. And so I'm, I'm grateful to my family for helping me do that. The other thing is I've personally found in terms of health, um, and, you know, it's, it's also about like physical and mental health. I actually volunteer for fun and it brings me immense personal satisfaction. And it's something that I have that I feel like I'm, you know, also part of a greater community. And so I make time for that. I know it sounds crazy because it's like, well, all this stuff going on, how, why would you want to also volunteer for fun? Because I think it's important to have, that's also part of the balance to know that, you know, uh, that you're connected with not just, you know, um, with your business, with your family, but there's something else that feeds you, you're, you know, you're, that's, that's enriches you that uh, nourishes your soul. So I think that's really important too. something that's yours. Now it doesn't necessarily have to be volunteering, you know, for fun, but something that you personally enjoy doing. It could be that you've always wanted to sing, find something that, you know, that you actually enjoy doing and brings you joy. And so I think that's, there's a sort you have to have compartmentalized. So that's really also, uh, you know, uh, key for me. I think those are really the big, you know, um, uh, ways to maintain that uh, work life balance and to realize that sometimes things will be out of balance and that's okay too. I mean, you know, it, it's important to understand that there's a flow and sometimes things flow, as I said, they're ebbs and flows. So I think keeping an open mind and being flexible is also key. Mm, great perspective on this work-life balance. And I agree with you. I mean, I believe that there is no such thing as perfect work-life balance. There's, it's a flow. It's an, there's ebbs and flows, just like what AJ shared with us. But it's really important to build your business around the lifestyle that you want. I mean, and rather the support of your your family. I mean, uh, build, build your business as a team, for example, just like what AJ said. And it's so important what AJ shared with us about volunteering for fun or doing something outside of your business, something that really feeds your mind, your body, and your soul that really gives you, her words, immense satisfaction. And I find that when I'm able to volunteer my time, my expertise, it doesn't have to be anything but just your, even just your time. It's so gratifying and fulfilling being able to do that. And it's important also to learn how to compartmentalize. I mean, this is huge. Be flexible where it's needed as, uh, as well, because the good thing is that when we have our business, we have that um, 
advantage to be able to be flexible where it's needed. So the, I think the main thing is that knowing what your priorities are, finding time for those that are important to you, and then doing them. So great takeaway there. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well, and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, you would also like to say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Sure. No, another uh, excellent question. Um, so they're absolutely, you're, you're right. I mean, you can, you can pinpoint, you know, um, as far as benchmarks, like, so for instance, for us, it was, you know, going from a local events listing to nationwide and now going worldwide. So that's definitely a benchmark. But for me, actually, success is really building and growing the family, uh, you know, building the team. And, and then part of that is also then, you know, now it's not just one person, it's not two or three. We've been fortunate enough that we're, we're growing that, you know, people are part of the vision and that we're able to help this grow. And that means more creativity, not just resources, but just more, you know, more um, uh, uh, perspectives. So I think for me, success is when you're able to bring other people along with the journey. And it could be necessary, not necessarily just in terms of team, building a team, but, you know, you're also reaching people. So that's the other thing. We're, we're now able to impact people, not just on a local basis, but, we're, you know, nationwide. We have people in different states that are, you know, using FunSeek as a platform for wounded warriors, for, 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 um, for reaching people, you know, worldwide. I think that's really critical to me. So reach and just making connections and helping people, uh, that to me is a benchmark of success that, you know, we're doing something impactful. Mm, so success is, is about rich connection and impact. I mean, I think those are the true essence of success too. I mean, when you're able to make a difference in other people's lives because of what you do, because of what you're putting out there, that is truly what, what is so fulfilling when we are able yeah. to do that. So great perspective in terms of this success. So for our listeners out there, ask yourself, what does success mean to you? And really listen to your heart. You'll be surprised into your answer because more often they are not those numbers, but they are those intangible benefits of being in business. And share that one with our community at todaysleadingwomen.com. All right, AJ, I know you've shared us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Sure. No, Absolutely. Uh, also, another excellent question. You're full of them. These are amazing. Uh, so, so entrepreneurship is a leap. It is definitely a leap. It's also problem solving at its very core. So, it's important to find a pain point. Find a pain point, and obviously make sure that there's passion behind that pain point, and you want to solve that problem. 
and then research it, research your idea, give it shape. It's so easy now. You know, you get on the internet, you find out what's out there. You can even go on YouTube, see what the competitors are, just get a sense of the landscape. And also talk to people then. What, you know, how can you help them solve that problem? And what will happen then is that will actually inform what product you're building or putting out there. So it's really critical to, you know, again, find a pain point uh, that you're, and then make sure that there's passion and you really want to solve this problem. And sometimes that just comes naturally as it did in the case of FunSeek. I was just trying to find, you know, I was just frustrated. My goodness, I have to find something fun for all these different people to do in my life. And why am I, you know, why are there 10 tabs open on my, on my computer? Why can't there just be one tab open? And so that's the, you know, so it's personally for me, that was me solving my pain point and realized, oh my goodness, I went out there and a lot of people were having this pain point. So that's fantastic. And then I went out there and researched. I really wanted to get a sense of what's out there and how can I be different? And then part of that is also once you have that, and this is definitely, you know, as I said, it feeds into other things. So having a timeline, having game plan, that's critical. And then being very efficient. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. As I, or as we were talking earlier, there are so many things out there, products, things that already have templates. You don't necessarily need to bring, you know, you can bring your creativity to this. Not everything has to start from, you know, scratch. It's just basically what perspective and what can you bring? How can you help solve this problem? So efficiency is really key, having a timeline, having game plan. And then the other thing is, I, and it goes back to my other, which is also my challenge, is create a network. Create a network of support. It could be your friends. It could be your family. But it can also be advisors. And make sure that there's balance it out with both positive and critical feedback. Because you don't want just a lot of yes people saying, oh, great, this is fantastic. Keep going, keep going. You need people. And I think this is this is really important for me, personally has been important for me. The naysayers actually fed more into my productivity than the positive people did. The naysayers who challenged me, who questioned me, actually helped me get to where I am. I really thank them above all because, you know, they were just like, I don't think this is a good idea. Or, you know, you really haven't solved this. What about this? You know, you need the devil's app. You need people to do that. So I think that's really important to, to have that network of both the supporters and also people who, you know, will question you and challenge you. Um, and that is key. And I think, you know, and so in all of this is really, you know, having, um, you know, a game plan and having a timeline and then building that network of support. And as I said, finding, you know, getting to know as much as you can, developing deep domain experience in your area that you want to solve that problem. Learn everything you can. Be hungry for knowledge and 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 information. Intelligence is everything. So I think that 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 really those are my three takeaways. Mm, wow, golden nuggets in those uh, th things that you have shared with us. I mean, the tips and advice that you've shared with us. Let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to find a pain point and make sure that there is passion behind this problem. That is really huge, especially for our listeners who are just thinking of going to business. Make sure that you are solving a problem that people care about, that are passionate about, and that you're able to provide a solution for it. The second one is to have a time and a game plan. This is really huge. Um, I cannot stress how important this one is. And the third one is to create a network of supporters. And I love how AJ shared about also people who challenge you, not only those people who are supporters of you, but people who challenge you, the people who are naysayers, the people who are critical, because they can help you with their feedback, with their suggestions, and and then it gives you a, a different perspective. So it's important to surround yourself with people that really challenge you and that supports you as well. And, and of course, learn everything that you can about your industry. I mean, it's really huge. And in our generation, I mean, there's so much resource that we can 
tap into both online and offline. So there's no reason not to be able to learn it. So great tips here that AG just shared with us. So let's take action on them today. Last but not least, AJ, this is one question I've started asking our guests and one that our listeners have repeatedly asked, and that is, if there's one woman out there that you admire the most, who would it be and why? Okay, so that's interesting. That was the toughest question. That really is the toughest question for me because I don't have one woman. I admire what you're doing. I admire, you know, today's leading women, the community. I admire all of you. I mean, I admire my mother. Um, you know, I was thinking Mala Yusuf. I mean, there's so many incredible people. And, and, and you know, uh, but what I do, I, what I did notice in terms of distilling is that all these women have one thing in common, and that is change. They're all changing lives and they're all committed to changing lives, whether it's their own you know, and, and, and people, uh, you know, that uh, the bigger are just as far as, you know, people just changing, uh, the lives of women, but they're all looking to change and impact other lives. So I think that's really, it's really more, you know, uh, a trait that I find in all these women, um, that I think is really, um, you know, key. And that's what I admire people who want to change, who want to change status quo. And there does, you know, there are buzzwords out there like disrupt an industry, but at the bottom of, at the end of the day, it's really about changing lives and, and it begins with changing our own. So mm, that's what women, I women, yeah, definitely. I mean, women game changers out there. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Lastly, AJ, share our listeners. What's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you? And then we'll end from there. Sure. So uh, we uh, please go to funseek.com. I mean, uh, we can actually, you can use. FunSeek both personally and professionally. You can use it to find fun things to do for yourself, your friends and family, but you can also use it to promote your businesses. And I think that's really where I'm hoping that we can be most helpful. Um, let us know how we can help you promote your business. And my single you know, piece of advice when it comes to that is really, you know, it's great to promote businesses, but get out there and become involved in the community you know, uh, become involved in events and put together events. Uh, you know, it's really critical to engage with your audience. And one way to do that is, you know, and I think blogging is great, but it's again, going back to what I also said, you know, um, and I know, you know, the word networking can have many meanings, but it's really about connecting with people. So that's what I'm hoping that, you know, if you go to funseek.com, anyone can add an event and we would be more than happy to help you promote it. I can personally be reached at AJ, that's Apple, A's and Apple and J's and Jack at funseek.com. All right. Thank so you. that's www.funseek.com. F-U-N-S-E-A-K.com. I highly encourage you to go to now check it out, funseek.com. And yes, AJ is, and her company is providing us an alternative other side of our work. I mean, the fun part. I mean, there's no better way of uh, enhancing our lives and our experiences than doing and experiencing these fun things. And AJ and her company has provided us a platform for it. So go there now at fanseek.com and you can uh, email uh, AJ at AJ at fanseek.com. Again, that link is um, fanseek.com, www.fanseek.com. AJ, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you, Marie. Thank you so very much for this amazing platform. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one, 
After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two, click the rate and review button. Step number three, say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW Fan of the Day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.